All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the DGA2 podcast. This is still season three, but this is episode eight. Still in the new golden era, but now, as you walk into from my backdrop, we are going up to St. Clair, East 1999, in Cleveland, Ohio, where which is home for lazy, crazy, busy, flesh, and wish, bone thugs, and harmony, who are showcases for this particular episode. As you walk into, I'm so excited. It's one of my favorite groups of hip hop of all time. Uh, and my special guest that I have with me today is not a stranger to the podcast uh there are two actually these two gentlemen have uh, combined uh probably in the top top five maybe top five percent of our views in our channel uh so they don't know that yet i'm telling them now but uh so they they are well liked by you guys they are fan favorite and they are doing a huge favor for me and the platform and for you all to pay homage to one of the greatest hip-hop groups of all time and that is bone thugs but our special guest is 36 and motherfucking brimstone in the building what up dudes what's happening talk to the people man let them know that you guys are in the building what's happening what's going on guys 36 of brimstone what's in the good? place yeah we wouldn't miss uh something to pay homage to one of the greatest groups of all time absolutely yeah, not. i mean absolutely know. not shout so out to bone thug guys man so good to see you guys man and thank good you to see you for... too as always oh yeah i love seeing you, uh, you know yeah what i, I love seeing you Good to see you two assholes. Like, God damn it, Brady. <laughs> I fucking love you guys, man. How, hopefully everything's going good. Uh, you know, hopefully, you know, things going well on your side of the of the house with the business and everything. So I'm so oh, yeah, glad we're, we're, we're grinding. You know, staying busy, man. So doing up with the music thing, and I thought you guys would be perfect for this episode. So our fans are they love you guys. So they love Thirty Six and Brim. So I wanted to bring you guys back for a particular with uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, paying homage to them. So with that in mind, let's go to the tail of the tape and let's go through uh, the facts first and then we'll get into the discussion. So our facts are Bone Thugs and Harmony from Cleveland, Ohio, two American Music Awards, one Grammy Award, one Soul Train Award. And they are the only hip hop group to have a song with Tupac. Biggie, Easy E, and Big Pun. Like that is unmatched. <laughs> only hip hop group uh, that can say they have done that while they were alive. And that's the other part I want to talk about too. While they were alive on Earth, they had their collaborations with them. So they're the only group that the can brag flex. about that. That is one of the biggest uh, flexes you could ever have. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So fucking crazy, man. But <laughs> yeah, we're gonna stay sure. in the '90s with creeping on the come up. As I was just uh, explains to me how it's pronounced. Uh, <laughs> creeping on the come June up. Of 94, <laughs> Four times platinum. You got the intro. You got Mr. Ouija. You got Thuggish Ruggish Bone. You got For the Love of Money. Actually, it was really like an EP because it wasn't really that yeah. long. Maybe like six. It was just giving everybody a taste. You yeah, know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was yeah. just like, like this. Is the, these are the guys. going to be. Yeah. Um, but it still went four times platinum. We're talking about a, a freaking EP. Four times. Thuggish Ruggish Bone itself is just. Yeah, I that's mean, you know, yeah, I For the Love of the Money. Um, we played that out to death where I was from in Atlanta, man. Like we literally uh, like played that tape into the ground. So yeah. Oh yeah, and you that should. That was crazy, bro. From the mid, from the Midwest, and they were coast to coast. Like it was like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like definitely, man. The Midwest definitely. has produced some of the hardest MCs out there, bro. Like it, it really has. Like that's yeah. a fact. Oh, most definitely, man. And I definitely want to get you guys to take on this here in a second. Uh, a year later, they drop East 1999 Internal in July of 95, which has the title song or title track, which is one of my favorite songs from them. Uh, Mr. Bill Collector, Bud Smokers Only, Crossroads, First in the Month, Buddha Lovers, Shots of the Double Glock, 
uh crap then we came that's what that's just the whole album is dope four times platinum and then of course their double disc was art of war in july of 97 which mm -hmm. is a lot of music uh one of the most uh standout tracks is thug love which was a uh collaboration with late great tupac shakur and uh -huh. then there's some other <laughs> singles too within the 90s uh days of our lives from the set it off soundtrack and everyday thing which is one of my favorite songs from bone off of the show soundtrack and also included is a solo release from your big homie flesh and uh flesh and bone uh, which was titled Thugs, which was gold, which has one of my favorite songs. Uh, I think it's called North Coast. I think it's called, that was my shit, man. North Coast was one of my favorite songs off the album. Uh, but it went gold, and that is the premise for our discussion today, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, let's dive into the discussion. And I wanted to choose a group, you guys, that is from the Midwest, because I am not from the Midwest. Um, I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, as our audience knows. So I don't know of the significance of what Bone Thugs um, meant to the Midwest and who else to talk about their significance uh, than Brady and Mike of 36 and Brimstone to come on the show and talk to us about that. So that's going to be the first part of our discussion, gentlemen, is what does Bone Thugs mean to the Midwest? <laughs> well, I mean, for what it's worth, they put Cleveland on the map. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cleveland ain't got much going for it. I'm just joking. But I mean, <laughs> like, um, yeah, I mean, and for what it's worth and to go back to what you know, we were originally saying before their first uh, EP came out, yeah. um, they weren't getting much love from the Midwest. Yeah. They had to leave. They had to go to California because it wasn't working out for them. You know what I'm saying? And um, Midwest is great. You know, you got Detroit going and stuff like that. And I mean, I think uh, Bone Thugs Harmony is synonymous with hip hop, you know, no matter what, but especially right. when it comes to Midwest, Midwest rap. I mean, they paved the way for people like my brother here who like to chop. I mean, yeah. like, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say they were the first um, people to meld... Um, uh, R&B and hip hop together. I'd probably give that to De La Soul yeah. or um, somebody along that point. Mm -hmm. um, but they revolutionized so many. I mean, you can still feel the effects of what they did today. You know, Drake takes a lot from them. Um, uh, guys that we like to listen to, Suicide Boys. Yeah, you hear a lot of Bone Thugs. I think I think Bone Thugs and Harmony, it, it, strictly from an MC's perspective, I think they're one of the first ones to coin, um, not really coin, but really use a triplet flow effectively. Mm. Mm -hmm. and use it melodically and now yeah. you hear like what he just said suicide boys and like them guys like a lot of these new upcoming artists really rely heavy on that triple flow with like undertone melodics you know what i mean yeah. like layered melodics with it and it creates a sound that they were doing years ago oh yeah but you know and i because we had this conversation a while ago i was like man who who really started that triple flow and you're like dude i think bone thugs did and i'm like well i'm gonna look into it and i can't find anything else that doesn't yeah. support that you know what i mean but to go back to what you mean i mean not only is 30 or jesus christ not only is bone <laughs> thugs important for the midwest i mean it's important for all of hip-hop i mean i agree i think okay. they should have got way more grammys than what they did yeah. i think um they they definitely caught it a little rough. They got the respect they deserved, but they deserved a lot more. And yeah, sure. um, that's something yeah. that I'm always kind of like, eh, about, you know what I mean? Like Bone Thugs definitely didn't get what they, yeah, they should have gotten fully. To your point, Mike, uh, I think Bone Thugs at the peak of their career. So maybe when they drop uh, the Crossroads video, the Crossroads singles, which to me was at the height of their success. And yeah. I mean, literally, I don't know if you guys remember this in the mid nineties, but they were like everywhere. Like Crossroads was oh, everywhere. Yeah. Like they yeah. were, they, they, you couldn't like get anywhere, anywhere without seeing anything about Bone Thugs. And that's the reason why they have an episode in this podcast for this season because of their significance to hip hop during that late mid nineties. Like they were huge, man. They were everywhere. My, uh, 
They were the reason why I, I, I'm so passionate about them is my mom had all three of these albums. You know what I'm saying? Like, I heard these things every time we were cleaning the house. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. something yeah. else. Like, I heard Bone Thugs every day, you know, like, along with everything else. So, yeah. So, I let's talk about that. Things. I want to talk about that, Mike. Um, And you talk about the, the EP, East, East 1999, and then they got to the Art of War. Kind of like, did you did you see, or what is your take on this? Is there a progression from where they were from the EP to them going to the art of war? Or was it just more of them being more mature, getting more in, into the industry or with their style? Right. Did you see like a, a, a maturation process with them going into that that last I mean, disc? there was definitely a progression in some ways. One thing that I always thought was really interesting about um, Bone Thugs, even back in uh, Creeping on a Come Up, was their production quality was amazing. That's probably okay. because you know, they were on Ruthless, you know, and Easy had the money for it. And shout out to Easy for finding these guys. Thank God that he took the time to sign these dudes and give us Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say that by the time that the late 90s came around on Art of War, um, they were probably a little bit more um, pissed off, you know, because they they were getting a lot of gruff from like, you know, cops in general and stuff like yeah. that. I've seen a lot of interviews or wishbones like, I can't walk down the street, dude, without, you know, having to worry about this stuff every single day. And that's definitely reflected in Art of War. I mean, like, listen to that CD, you know, listen to the song itself. I mean, you know, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, but. Uh, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that is a. To get to my point, yeah, sure. You know, Busy was, um, he, he he definitely started um pronouncing his words a little bit better on the track, stuff like that, to where you can understand a little bit more of what he was going through. Their layers sounded a lot more full. Um, I feel like they were definitely coming into, you know, men, what they were supposed to be and the message they wanted to give. Yeah. I mean, like, teach the world is on there. If I could teach the world, yeah. I mean, that is. Yeah. Dude, that's. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's something yeah. that, like, you know, they didn't necessarily do to the fullest before that. But they definitely went all for it on Art of War. And Art of War has my personal favorite song by them, which, I mean, it's Thug Love. Okay, I'm sorry. It's Thug Love. I think that's the best, you know, Bone Thug song. What can I say? It didn't have to have Tupac on it. They were all going yeah. on. But the fact that it does is yeah. amazing. <laughs> wow, he was alive, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Why Pac yeah, was alive on the earth? Oh, yeah. you know I mean, like, that, that beats nuts. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, who was, I mean, like, I'm thinking, like, who was a genius that thought of a shotgun? To lose, they get the they beat. get the Jason. Like, I mean, like, like it's just, everything's it's just, in that thing. It's just crazy, <laughs> man. Like, and and to put Pac on there, Pac. I mean, like mm -hmm. to your point, like the the track is fine with them, but Pac takes it to like to the yeah. Then you put Pac in it, like, like I mean, the Pac okay, versus. You know. <laughs> it's just crazy, man. But I want to talk about what's uh, the elephant in the room with their music, and that's their dark undertones. So, how do you guys feel about uh, you know, like? There were, you know, theories going around that, like, you know, Bone Thugs were like those devil worshippers and they looked to real dark undertones and stuff like that. And they kind of dealt with the, the like, and not really like devilish talk, but they had some like backwards stuff and thing like that. And when you hear like creepy on the come up or like some backwards language and like, oh, this is kind of some weird shit, man. Like, what are, what are, what are you guys into? So I want to get you guys opinion about that. Is Is it... Is it more of a gimmick or do you guys really think they were really into that kind of, you know, uh, belief in a sense? I, uh, I, I will say this, um, coming from like 36 and brimstone at three, six brimstone. It, yeah. If you, if nobody has picked that up yet, we're definitely on that darker, you know, which you obviously know this, but <laughs> we, we fuck with that. I don't care if it's a gimmick or if it's real, like I'm, I'm with it because whatever they produced, it has, it changed the culture forever yeah. and well, regardless. But I do know this when, when people were accusing tech nine of being uh, a devil worshiper, yeah. it was definitely, I mean, Chris Calico admitted to it in multiple interviews. Like he's, he's selling it. Like you guys are buying it. He's selling. It. 
So I think most likely it's probably a gimmick if, if, if they did openly say it, you know, I don't know. But I just know that, like, a lot of the times that stuff's a gimmick. But yeah. even if it's not, you know what I mean? Whatever's making their career work, you know what I'm saying? I can't yeah. hate on none of them. I don't, I don't personally think that's the case. Um, they, these guys grew up with nothing in the streets yeah. of Cleveland. You right. know, I mean, like, their whole life was darkness. They all had each yeah. other. It's, yeah. um, for instance, like, um, First of the Month. It's, it's one of my favorite songs. From, I think it's a little overdone. But the reason why I love First of the Month so much is the whole point of it is First of the Month is when the food stamps come in. Yeah. You know, that's when yeah. everybody's getting their thing going. That's how it was like for me, too, and all my friends. You know, I wasn't from Cleveland. I was from somewhere else. But First of the Month was a big deal. You yeah. know, that's when you could finally go over to somebody's house and they had spaghetti that day. Yeah. They didn't have ramen. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like these guys, I mean, yeah, they probably had some dark overtones to them. Who knew what, who knew what was going through their heads? Yeah. But I don't think they're devil worshippers or anything like that, especially if you listen to their other music they had. They, they yeah. definitely believed in some higher stuff. But I mean, like, they were appealing to this this side of life that a lot of people you know, don't necessarily understand unless you're from that walk of life. Which it's it's ironic because most artists that get accused of that are actually really religious people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's mm -hmm. like most artists that get accused of that, but like it, I, I, it's something that's hard to understand unless, you know, it's, I don't know, you really have to be in that, you know what I mean? To like yeah. try to understand why they sell that as a gimmick or why, why they even um, hint towards that. It's just something that like, I think people want to you know, have both sides of it. Like if you're really religious, you know, you have to offer the other side or unless you're you know, a hypocrite. Like, right. and I, I, I truly believe that has something to do with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I think the devil worshiping stuff's kind of like when they, people get accused of that, some people might do it, but does it benefit them? I don't know. I don't well, think I bone mean, thugs. I, yeah. To your, to your point, Brady, in, in this case for bone thugs, um, it definitely benefited them. Whether they, whether, whether they were into the Ouija boards or not, like the, the way. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess that is true. They did have a, some songs that kind of, you know, it was some, it was some darkness, but I mean, a, a lot of people like well, that. I mean, look stuff. at ghetto boys, right? Yeah, same, same you know, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. ghetto boys was the epitome of darkness, just darkness, darkness. Yeah. especially oh, yeah. at their day yeah. and time. No question. And, uh, they're like they're, the first horror core, right? And they're all super religious right now, except for Bushwick. Peace out. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, and they're all yeah, super absolutely. religious. And, uh, I don't really think that, um, you know, I don't know. I can't really speak for the guys, but I don't really think that was the case. Yeah, I mean, man. we're, I, I we're think... here to talk about a topic. You know, we don't. Right. <laughs> I can't pick up the phone and call busy. Hey, busy. You know, were you guys really on this? Yeah, stuff? hey, like, dude, you know, you're out here like, you know, yeah. killing virgins and shit. <laughs> 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 That's not, we're here to, we're here to pay homage and, and uh, you know, let the world know about them just in case anybody doesn't. But, man, I mean, I'll tell you guys, I, to your point, like, like you mentioned earlier, Mike, um, I, I freaking love Bone Thugs. I grew up on Bone Thugs. Like, I remember just wearing out the East 1999 tape, Eternal. Like, I wore oh, that yeah. tape out to death. Like, literally. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think when I got the Art of War, I felt like they kind of got a little bit commercialized, a little bit for me. They kind of lost the darkness. And then, you know, they never really got back to the to the winning formula once they transitioned into the 2000s. They hooked up with Akon. And they did, they did. So hard. Yeah, yeah. Saying, hey, that's a good song. <laughs> but, the, but the point being, they, I mean, they, they couldn't get back to what they what the, the formula was before, you know, to the height right. of where their success was. That's why I'm talking about them now. But not to say that they're not, you know, staples and no. pioneers in hip hop. They're great. There was no one, to me, there's no one that is ever going to sound like them. There was no one that was going to experiment as much as they did. And like, and no one's, I mean, like to me, Bone Thugs and Harmony is in the class by itself. I, I don't see yeah. anybody ever rapping like them, harmonizing like them. We've never seen it in hip hop and we have not seen it since. We've seen a lot of people try to emulate it, 
But right. to do it the way they did it, uh, with the harmonies and the rhymes, and to your point, Brady, uh, how they start to, I was like, man, we're talking a little bit too fast. Let's slow down a little bit and let the let the actual messaging start to come out and stuff like yeah. that. So I think it's dope, man. And I remember, um, what do you guys think about the Crossroads video? So remember the music video for the Crossroads and how mm-hmm. they're easy enough. Mr. Easy E mm-hmm. and you know. Um, with the uh, the guy with the who kind of was like the Grim Reaper, but then he comes out with the wings and like that kind of imagery. Like, um, I just want to get you guys' opinion about that. Is it is that you know is that art or you know like what do you, what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts about that, Mike? Oh, oh yeah, that I mean it, it's art for sure. I mean they got Easy in there. They also made a song for their friend that got killed uh, during his graveyard shift. Yeah. Uh, yeah, drive by or something like that happened. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was just a reflection about like all the friends they lost and like, man, we hope we see you again. You know what I mean? Like we're whenever we're done, you know, we're gonna be right there with you and stuff like that. Yeah. I personally, um, I listened to a lot of Bone Thugs, but I never really got into Crossroads yeah. until something happened. Uh one of my buddies, one of my buddies' sisters died. And one of her favorite songs is Crossroads, and they played it at her funeral, and his whole family and everybody else was crying. And at that one moment. I understood what Crossroads was, yeah. and I got a lot more of a respect for that song. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, the video itself has easy in it. You know, it shows just a lot of just horrible things happening. But yeah, of course, I, 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 I haven't no. seen the video. Yeah. I, 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 I really want to. I just it's definitely all good. Like it's it's um, I remember uh, you know watching the music video. So for those of you that are, have not seen the video, go back and check it out. We got some time. It's it's a really dope video, and, and that's what earned them their Grammy, by the way, too, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. So uh, they got the Grammy because of that single. So rightfully so. I mean the uh, the, the song is dope. Oh shoot, you guys guys bounced on me. All right, you back? Okay. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Yeah, the song is dope. The album is dope, and uh, so to kind of wrap up um, our conversation, gentlemen. Uh, first of all, once again, thank you guys again for spending time out of your busy schedule. Uh, you oh yeah. Fan favorite. We'll always make right time. For ask you. me about you guys. Always yeah. make time for Rob, baby. That's our <laughs> motto. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta tell you, man. So what are What's your final thoughts? Like, what do you think about Bone Thugs and their legacy to hip hop? Well, let me let me start off with something. I know he's got his ideas about it, but I need to come forth with this. Um, one thing that I think Bone Thugs did a lot, and I'm going to refer to my notes real quick because I kind of have this of wrote out as soon as I found out what was going on with this. Um, if I could teach the world, um, is kind of at the heart of this. Because like what I said before with uh, First of the Month, yeah, I reflected a lot with that song and a lot of people that I knew did and we didn't walk the same life that they did, but like we relate to it. And I think a message that Bone Thugs wanted to give off a lot is like, we're not so much different. Uh, you know, there's so much division, especially these days. Yeah. But if you sit down with some of these people, these people that you think that you hate, you would be surprised at what you have in common with them, yep. yeah. you know, and they wanted unity back then. They wanted unity in a big way. You know, that they, mm-hmm. they were all the things that are these big issues right now. Bone Thugs, Pac, everybody back then was talking about this stuff. This isn't something that's new, guys. You know, this isn't something that just came out of nowhere. And Bone Thugs definitely at the front of that, man. Like, if, you know, if, if I could teach the world, there's a big representation of that, of them basically saying, like, if you could be a thug like me, then we would all live in peace. You know, like, yeah. and that is beautiful. I love the message they sent to- forth. Most of my favorite songs from Bone Thug, of course, is, you know, Thug Love and stuff like that. I love that gritty gangster shit. But um, I love that message, too, because it's real and it's genuine. And it's something that even me, someone who is pretty far away from who they are, 
I can relate to that and I can respect it so much. That's why I have so much love for Bone Thugs and Harmony. No doubt, man. No doubt. Very well articulated, sir. Brady, what do you think, man? Final thoughts, brother. Um, I mean, they here's the thing. Nobody was really chopping before Bone Thugs. Nobody. I mean, you could talk, you can talk about KRS one. You could throw out guys, but they weren't they weren't ripping 16 bar verses at double time triplets <laughs> and then all of the harmonies. You know every single one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, like you said earlier, it goes back to your point. There's not going to be another one that does it because yeah. for one, in, in this industry now, you know, in this day and age, in this industry, you can't get five people to get along with each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And let alone like be going, I mean, going that hard on each song. It's like one person wants to go the hard, ego's getting away at some point. That's why it's impressive. And that's why like a lot of bands are impressive, but especially in rap. Because yeah. egos are the biggest thing in rap. Absolutely. Like, the biggest thing. And to get five that are going that hard all the time and to make their egos mesh, and I'm sure there was issues behind well, closed doors. It helped that three yeah. of them are blood-related. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Actually, but, yeah, I mean, they, they're... Yeah, they are blood-related. I want to say a few more. So, so Flesh is the older brother of... Lazy. Lazy, and he's the cousin of Wish. So they are yeah. they have a little bit of family affair in there, but... Um, you know, some would argue the point, Brady, where, you know, we I did an episode or episode two of this season was about Twista, um, you know, which is another trend center of the, the Choppa style of rap or the fast pace. So uh, maybe he might be the godfather. I don't know. I'm not from the Midwest, but I know that Bone Thugs uh, did it, but it didn't get their way. But Bone Thugs is the first one I heard. And I'm pretty sure it's the same thing for I think that's I yeah. think that's the case. I don't know when it would all go back to like, okay, when did Twist the first come out? When did he first get popular? Whatever you want to right. go by. Right. But the first ones, I guess the first one I heard was Twister. But like looking back on history, most, like he said, most people are like, yeah, it's Bone Thugs. I wouldn't say they're the king of chopping around here now that all these other ones, but right. I think they pioneered and they set the stage for a lot of these other they dudes. Like Twista they and, definitely drove it to the mainstream. Yeah, for sure. Know, yeah. Yeah. But they wouldn't have if it would have been like, you know, because you see other choppers that have had all of these problems. Like people are like, oh, you're rapping too fast. You're rapping too fast. Blah, blah. Nobody cared if they understood Bone Thugs. Nobody cared. They're like, oh, you're doing these harmonies. Like it literally sounds like this beautiful, this beautiful singing. And it's yeah. just like, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's harmony. Busy out there doing work. Dude. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's really crazy. And then the octaves, yeah. each of them have their own like octave, like their own yeah. key, like. The, their own way you know what i'm saying like it's there's never it's i think it's an impossibility to say that there'll be another one that does that you know what i mean yeah. like there, i think it's an almost an impossibility to say that that is i i, I, so I rare. agree i i i don't think the, I yeah think, I, the, sorry rob point, uh, <laughs> you know, to both you guys point to have five guys you know to stay together to stay on the course and you know at, as you know as history progressed on they couldn't stick they they couldn't stay together and they, you know they kind of fell apart to come back together but yeah, to your point, you know, in, in hip hop, it's so competitive. Well, why is he getting this cut and why am I not? You know, it's just that competition thing kind of gets into place. But man, I'll tell you guys, yeah. you know, what what Bone did is not going to be duplicated. I, I don't I don't care who oh, yeah. comes up with it. Um, I wish that we had, you know what I missed though, to you guys' uh, point is the, uh, about this time period in, in hip hop that we're talking about in particular, um, 95 to 99. And, I'm, and we'll say this again next week because next week we're featuring Busta Rhymes, which is another chopping fast style dude that really picked up and knows how to pivot and switch and stuff like that but Woo! yeah i can't wait to get to <laughs> very that nice answer, man. That's, that's gonna be dope but my point being is there's there's got to be originality there's got to be like creativity in hip-hop and bone thugs was definitely original they were creative and they did it their way and they didn't compromise it would still work today it still works the, the, the formula still works man so 
Man, that's all the time that we have, you guys. So let's start wrapping things up. So as you all know, in season three, we have been wrapping things up and paying homage to the memory of George Floyd. So a couple of updates on George Floyd's case. Um, Derek Chauvin was convicted uh, for George Floyd's death. So that was, that's a win uh, for everybody. Get him out of here. Yeah, and I don't know what the verdict will be in regards to his sentencing. It's going to be, I think it's seven, eight weeks from now, but that is a small win for us. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to pay homage to George Floyd real quick with a nine-second bow-your-head moment of silence, and we're getting to the shout-out portion here. So, gentlemen, if you could drum me in a moment of silence real quick. Amen. Let that brother's soul rest in peace and rest in peace uh, to all the other ones that we have lost through the social injustice and it just needs to stop. And also a quick shout out to Shock. Just the beginning. And shout out to Shock G real quick. Another another yeah. hip hop pioneer that we lost three weeks in a row. Come on, 2021. We, come on. Come on now. Let's 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 stop this now. We lost X. Been we lost Black Rob and now we're losing Shock G from Digital Underground, like, come on, 2021. We gotta slow down, losing our losing mm -hmm. our legends here, man. So we gotta slow this, sure. this pace down. But gentlemen, the floor is yours. This is your third appearance on the platform. Second time, uh, first appearance for this season. Uh, the first time we saw you guys paying homage to Cypress Hill, which was dope, got mad crazy views, and I got the chance to interview you guys one-on-one -on, -one on the uh, series for your label mates. And now we were paying homage to the, the great Bone Thug, so. This go around, uh, who are your shout outs going to? The floor is yours, gentlemen. Go first, brother. Um, yeah, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to you. Uh, thank Absolutely, you, thank you for us being the you know the people that you want to bring on for this specific one. I have a sure. mad respect for Bone Thugs. You know, they're they're engraved in my childhood all the way up to current day. I love those guys. Um, shout out to Rap. Shout out to um, yeah. Every, every <laughs> shout out to uh, the Just current generalizing all. Shout out Rap. The current climate of what's happening with the social injustice uh it's just the beginning this isn't it and i'm totally 100 down for it man i watched the live stream of that dude yeah. getting what he deserved and uh i'm glad that it happened and uh to everybody else that's rocking with us um thank you shout, shout outs out to you to also man, yeah. yeah for sure um shout out to you rob shout out to you <laughs> as you. always love all, <laughs> uh we have I'm something sorry, very man. special to show you after this actually Okay. Um, it's it's hey. very special. Uh, okay. You're going to love it. Okay. Um, but uh, shout out to um, everybody that's rocking with us. Shout out to Rap. Um, shout out to Young Matt, as always. Shout out to No Face, our producer. DB um, Entertainment. DB Entertainment. All we had a photo shoot with them earlier. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, Shevin. All you guys, that's what's up, man. Um, yeah, shout out to everybody rocking with us. And uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, my same. I have short shout outs as well. Shout out to you guys, of course. Uh, as always, I'm always a fan. Always watch from the shout out what you guys are doing, following your career, watching you guys starting to blow up. And uh, the stratosphere is the sky's the limit for you guys. So, so thank you guys. Shout out to DB Entertainment. Shout out to Dion Brown. Shout out to the Queen Jess. As always, I can't make moves without the Queen. Uh, forgot, I forgot the Queen. Can't forget about the Queen. Shout out to YouTube no, and the others as well too. Uh, hope they're doing well and, and staying healthy uh, throughout this pandemic and everything. And all that, uh, that's all that I got for this week. Next week, as I mentioned, uh, I know I kind of did like a little snippet, but we're doing Busta Rhymes next week. One of my favorite MCs uh, is oh, Busta yeah. Rhymes, so I can't wait to oh, get Let's get it Busta. Yeah. And then- uh, He's trending on TikTok. Right North. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be dope, man. I can't I can't wait, man. So, uh, first and foremost, shout out to hip hop, hip hop music, hip hop culture. We'll see you guys next week. Be safe, stay easy, all right? One double zero. Peace. Oh.